0: Good morning, it's Tuesday, it's September 26th, and we're looking at uh, this Friday, which is the Feast of St. Michael and all the angels, and what we're doing this week, a little different, is it's believed that Martin Luther um, wrote his first sermon, sermon in 1532, on Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 to 10, for the Feast of St. Michael, the angels, So we read the first part yesterday, and we're going to read the second part today, as we are broken it up into five parts for you and tell that uh, he preached for a long time so when he Jesus says to Michael Gabriel and the other angels he says hold on let the devil be in control for the scoundrels simply do not want to do what is right so leave off and let pestilence kill them we see that this is precisely what happened in Job's case for the account concerning him states that our Lord God asked the devil Where have you been? And the devil answers, I have been going to and fro in the earth. Undoubtedly, this would not have been without incident, without inflicting harm for the vagabond prowls around, says Peter, like a lion looking for someone to devour. Then the Lord says further, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and eschews evil. And Satan replies, Yes, dear God. Job has reason to be upright, for you have put a guard around his house and all that he possesses, even pouring a wall around it. That is, surrounding Job, his wife, children, fields, and cattle with protecting angels. In other words, the devil is saying, I would have struck had you not afforded protection. But then our Lord God allows the devil to do anything he wants with Job's possessions. And he set to work at once incites some evil scoundrels to carry off a thousand oxen and asses and kills the herdsmen. Next, he causes fire to fall down from heaven, burning up to 7,000 sheep along with the shepherds and everything else. Third, he incites three bands of Chaldeans to make a raid and carry off Job's 3,000 camels after killing the drivers. All this happens in just one day, and that still was not the end of it. For Job had three daughters and four sons, and as they were all together happy and in good spirit, behold, the devil stirs up such a great wind that the house collapsed in one heap and killed all who were inside. All this the devil was well capable of doing, but not until God had given him permission. The same thing can happen with us. Should our Lord recall the angels, not one of us would survive, but all would be dead in a moment. When in all humility now, Job fell prostrate on the ground and said, The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, God said to Satan. Lord has taken away. And then God said to Satan, There is none like him on earth, a perfect and upright man. Satan replies, That is not all astounding. There is still much misfortune to be be overcome because none has yet affected the body. <clears throat> but let me set upon his body, upon his flesh, and upon his bone. Let that happen, and then there will be no more good words. He will sing a different tune from the one he is singing now. Since someone else's skin, not his, has been affected. Then the Lord allows Satan this also and says, Behold, he is in your hand. Set upon his body and torment him all you want. Just spare his life, and do not kill him. It is an it is an especially comforting thing that our Lord still has such restraints on the devil, that he is a- unable to do any more harm than what God permits and allows him. For he could not lay hands on Job's body until God allowed it. But when the Lord allowed it, the devil took off and smote poor Job with so many inflamed postures that there was not a spot on his body from head to foot, not covered with them, causing him to scratch himself with a piece of broken pot as he sat in ashes. The heathens do not understand from where such misfortune suddenly comes. We Christians, however, know that it is the work of the devil who possesses such an arsenal of, of by birds and missiles of spears and swords to hurl thrust and mount against us if god allows him therefore let there be no misgivings. if there is a fire in a town and a town or a house burns down a devil is certainly hovering nearby blowing upon the fire to make it flare up so too if someone dies as a result of a pestilence drowns or falls into his death the devil is involved with god's allowance otherwise we would become far too wicked as it's evident despite such chastisements, <clears throat> the world does not change, nor does that mean is nor by that means is God able to make us righteous. We need to learn this and realize that it is the devil who harms us in body possessions and honor. He does this by himself. In the same way he lays hold on Job's possession and stirs up the Chaldeans and others against him our Lord God, as indicated above, is a God of life, and it is his nature to do only good. For this he uses the service of the angels, even though he has such power within himself, without the angels. Just as though the evil angels, he allows punishment and harm to come, even though he could punish by himself. Because of his kindness, we ought to thank our loving Lord God for giving us the beloved angels, who like a wall, Guard and protect us against the devil. We must not become impudent and secure as if we were alone on earth and the devil a thousand miles away. No, you are not alone. Devils are all around you, as Paul says. They fly in the air like jackpaws and crows swoop down and dart at us without let up. And if they can knock us down on the first try, they will do so. To oppose these evil spirits and devils, God created holy angels. They are kind, merciful, benevolent spirits who prevent the devils from doing all they would like to do. If therefore therefore the beloved angels were not at the courts of the emperor, kings, and princes, the devil would be in control. It is evident that no harmony can be created there, for the devil whispers things into their ears and causes all manners of dissension. And were the dear angels not there to prevent these things from happening, they would tear into one another all the time, and not a day would pass without war and bloodshed. Our Lord God allows noble lords to be loggerheads, and at times he allows the devil to light a fire, but then he will find the beloved angels extinguishing the fire and making peace. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for, uh, for the angels. As you describe, and as Luther described for us here, the devil just can create havoc and pestilence and horrible things on this earth. And yes, you allow him to do so, but your angels are there to protect us. May I realize, may we realize that we have angels. Lord, please do not take him away. I thank you for the times that they have saved me, the times they have protected me, the times they have enlightened me. Lord, and may they continue to do so for all of us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for being here today. And um, tomorrow, we'll do part three. We'll keep on digging as Luther diggers into digs into the, the devil digs into angels and digs into God for us and try to explain this whole thing to us um, think about it You know, listen to it again if, if, if it's confused, Luther uses some interesting words and uh, um, searches some evil the good often shoot me a question again if you have any, Pastor Brian at readingtlc.org and I'll do my best to get an answer to you quickly God's blessing to you, have a marvelous day